0: up duelists welcome to pod of greed the world's only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast officially sponsored by kaiba corp i'm your host audrey aka and i saw my reflection in the tin covered hills till the junk slide brought it down
1: <laughs> i'm max mm. and scarecrow i barely know crow <laughs> uh
2: and i'm argyle and i'm on this shit like pop on corn <laughs>
1: fucking good <sighs> Uh, sometimes a filler episode is pretty fun.
0: I will say my, my alt, the other AK I was thinking of using we'll get into is, um, you can't say that white vice, vice principal baby. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> who's this? One of the most who's this asshole type characters we've seen yet. Yeah, this,
0: he, this guy looks like, well, we'll get to him, but this guy looks like, um, the main villi- villain from a late '90s um, educational game. Edut- this guy looks, game.
1: He looks like Dick Dastardly.
2: Yeah.
0: But in a suit, like I t- but I'm in telling a you, villain in an edutainment game.
1: Yeah. Oh, th- this guy, Dick Dastardly <laughs> I just know this guy stealing like, the numbers,
2: change um, his expertise into pedagogy.
0: We watched. Yeah. We watched episode sixty-seven and sixty-eight this week, or season two. Uh, episodes three and four of five D's uh, in You're the right. sub. It is dual, uh, 67 is dual academy's tradition, ancient gear golem.
2: Uh, season two, episode three is lessons learned. There is no lesson to be learned here.
0: <laughs> There's hey, no
2: lesson to be learned.
0: Hey, so remember how there was like a lot of bad stuff that happened in those last episodes?
1: Yeah, don't worry yeah. about it. <laughs> no, <laughs> fuck, Literally, fuck you. do Fill not her. worry about it. <laughs> I they there is like a throwaway line in the beginning of the next episode where they like mention it briefly because it is ostensibly a very serious situation but it doesn't yeah. matter cuz we have to like go to a junkyard and fight an old man instead.
2: Yeah, look, they, we're just taking taking a little break. We've set the we've set the set up the conflict for the season already. You know, you know it's in the background but We're kind of taking it easy for a little bit, you know? We had this at the beginning of every GX season, too, and we were always kind of bummed out by it, but I'm more or less fine with it. I mean... Like, just taking things slow for a second?
1: Yeah, the, the 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 most apt description for me, since I'm fundamentally broken as a person, I can only think in video game terms, is, like, this is when you start a game, and the game starts opening up to you, and you have a couple of side quests, and you think, well, I could do these, but I feel like I probably should, like, stay on the main story a little bit longer and unlock more <laughs> mechanics, but uh-huh. yeah, I'm, it's right here, might as well.
2: I mean, yeah, I... this is, like, yeah, chapter five of a Yakuza game, you know, where yeah. they're like, all right, I'm gonna go out on the town and just... Uh, spend some time until i need to do something else you know get some stories out of the way
0: i do feel what you're saying about things starting slow and i think i would have less of an issue with it if it hadn't actually started quite quickly and then the stopped immediately after two episodes fair of that. enough
2: that's very well, fair with maybe them bringing it six, up at the beginning be of the ass. episodes and then being like all right let's, yeah, if uh, these, anyways
0: if these had been the first two episodes of the season i would have been like you know what that's fine actually <laughs>
2: Yeah. been
1: like, oh, Aki's back in school. <laughs> she, yeah. she, she, she probably should start at like fifth or sixth grade because of the, her circumstances. But whatever, she's a high schooler.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, and yeah, to note, we are we are in high school for this episode. Uh. This is the beginning of now. I, this is the first time I'm watching these openings. And uh, I can c- tell you quite certainly that this is the beginning of it feeling like Yu-Gi-Oh! 3Ds. Because... It's, it's Yu-Gi-Oh!
1: 3Bs. It's the boys show now.
0: Yeah. Um, it's the
1: boys show.
0: Uh, Aki and uh, Luca immediately not mattering anymore.
1: Yeah. It is. They... I understand that people have been complaining for quite some time on our Discord about this. Yeah. And yeah, it is it is a bummer that the show has a number and that number does not no longer correspond to the number of main characters. Yeah. Um, Correct. And or like, a- even Aki- featured in the... Opening. Yeah, yeah. The, the first, I mean, it's like they know what you're here for because the very first thing you see is is Crow. It's Crow, that Jack, then you say it's like ah, oh, the like Crow is now elevated. <laughs> disgusting he's, brothers. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> he is more important than ninety seven percent of the other characters. <laughs> uh, he, but he, but he's Shulk, so I like him. You would. I would. Um, but yeah, Lou and Luca are in school. Aki's in school too. They're in day. Academia. Uh yeah. which I guess is like K through twelve, right? Because Lou and Luke are twelve right now and is 17. Yeah.
0: At least at least six through twelve. It could be like a combination, middle middle yeah. high school. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um and we get like a weird glimpse into almost a, a different kind of show. Because f- first of all, I mean I have a couple of issues with being at dual academia considering we just spent an entire <laughs> show in dual academia. Yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. we get, like, a glimpse into the show that never was when we see Lou and Luca's friend group who are all, like, have pretty unique and recognizable character designs and names and, like, ace cards. And I'm like, wait, hold on. Like, there there's something here that they're completely glossing over.
0: Yeah. um, We also get a hint at a character that I, I'm guessing is uh, uh, our first glimpse at a character that I'm guessing is going to come up again. Uh, he must. Yeah, he must. Um, named yeah. Sly. Okay, um, he's called
2: that in the sub as well.
0: Yes. He?
1: Okay. Or yes. he I mean, he looks he looks like Lil Manjume. He's little yeah. chaz. Right. He looks he's like Lil Manjume, which,
0: well. which means he looks like Lil Troa. Um yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. he has that Troa ass hair swoop. It's whatever. Um yeah. his he head's must. too big for his goddamn body. Um, big hair. I also knew I recognized his voice act actor um so i immediately looked it up and he is voiced by kokori usachi who is one of many female voice actresses who do sort of the same low young boys voice um but um she is probably best known besides doing the young she she sort of specializes in doing the child version of a bunch of characters from a bunch of shows notably like bakugo Um, and other stuff and other things for, like, the couple episodes when they're, like, really young kids. But she is most well-known, probably, for being the normal voice of show from Op Psycho 100.
1: Oh! What a good fucking show that was.
0: Um, so, there's a little behind the actors... What do we call it?
2: Beyond, <laughs> Toon, Beyond World. Toon World. Beyond Toon World, there there's we go. There's little miniature one for you. Yeah. Um, we
1: see Lua getting his ass beat in a duel and a very funny line i wrote down as when he loses the teacher says Lua, if i was grading your reactions you would get a hundred percent
2: you gotta say something nice you know something constructive yeah fucking you know, toasting this guy hey look you you get your ass beat in every duel but you know you really put on a show kid you know your yeah you're, you're, you're entertaining with it he, you know he, you're in he, an anime and if he was playing of, paper mario
1: if he was playing paper mario he'd be so good at the stylish moves get the crowd going um he complains about his deck because they're doing warrior lessons so like their decks are supposed to be using warrior monsters and shows like oh man if i had drawn this next card i would would
2: have
1: been able to summon power tool dragon teachers like you can't do that you shouldn't be putting machines in this
2: do that we're not doing those in this lesson stop it yeah, everyone uh, just kind of getting the other, his ass. Yeah. And all the other kids, one of the other kids is like, hey, hey, we we want to duel you next because if we duel you, it'll make us look better in comparison. We'll get better Yeah, grades. we'll
1: get better grades because we'll win. <laughs> so I, mean.
0: I assume I assume they're just pulling names out of uh The Simpsons at this point because these kids are named Bob and Patty.
1: Yeah. Sure I don't are. know if they
2: get named in the dub. Uh let's see.
1: Yu-Gi-Oh Patty. Uh yeah, Patty. Patty and the other one
0: that's hungry burger baby
1: yeah uh and then bob bob. bob is the other one Bob and Patty, uh, I to- told bob you Patty. the only difference is fucking dexter who's ten pay for us in the in the sub i don't yeah. know why i guess ten is very not an american name but the other ones are um hmm. but they're nice and they all have cool designs and sly is yeah sly not only was Sly voiced by baby Bakugo, but he acts like Bakugo, where he's, like, part of the friend group, but is, like, the loner, rude asshole part of the friend group. Yeah. Um, they all want to go to meet Yusei after school, and Sly's like, you know, uh, fuck all you guys, but Yusei, I kind of want to meet him. So he, like, t- secretly uh, tags yeah, yeah, along yeah. behind
2: him. Yeah, he hears them talking about that they're going to meet Yusei, and he's like, oh, okay, hang on a second. Maybe <laughs> Yusei, I will. Yusei.
1: Uh, and. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got I got jokes. Uh we go to we cut to the garage. Uh once again they're blowing up these fucking bikes. Um yeah. I I I was wrong last week where I thought it was just like Zora putting up a front of not liking them, but no, um Dan and Nora were right. Zora very much does not like Jack and Crow and does love Yusei.
2: Yeah, it's no, funny. she genuinely it's very just cute. doesn't like <laughs>
0: Can you you two should me? help
1: Yusei instead of holding him back, she says.
0: Can you remind me how they know Zora?
1: Zora is a... Fr- yeah. Uh, well, the she's show the doesn't landlord. tell us. Yeah, okay. she's the landlord and a friend of Martha's. And she looks like she's from Howl's Moving Castle. And she's, she's or letting Full an stay here
2: or work on their bike here for free. So, you yeah. know. So, they have not really a, a landlord.
0: <laughs> I do appreciate how it establishes that these... The three technically grown adult men. Jack Um, is 20
1: years old!
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um... Are just like sitting around and have decided that for lack of anything better, one of whom is like the world champion, and another of whom was the world world champion
1: champion. until until he was
0: beaten up by the current world champion. Have decided that the only way they can possibly make money is taking odd handyman jobs. Well,
1: well, no, 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 no. I I don't know if I don't. I don't know if the summary caught this, Audrey. But specifically, Crow mentions in the first episode of the season they don't take any sponsorships on purpose because, like, they they are Domino citizens now because they solved. classism forever but they're, they're proving that they can it's do so all funny. Th- he he basically is like pull ourselves up by our bootstraps we're not taking sponsorships we're gonna prove that we can do it all by ourselves but so it's not th- even, they would but, be getting money
0: i mean the, the sponsorship part i get but like they are dual champions they can win tournaments mm-hmm
2: well, yeah, they're going to win uh, the the Grand Prix tournament. Yeah. That's what they're working. That's why they're making <laughs> yeah. this new engine. You know, like right, yeah. that blows yeah. up
0: on them every five minutes. Yeah, they're they're well, they're you know, it's a work bad. in
2: progress.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, Rome wasn't built it. in
0: a day, Audrey. <laughs> you, you know what? <laughs> Tall- You're right. Talladega
1: I'm, wasn't built in a day. This
0: this mm-hmm. one this one's my L. I'll take that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, And it's Jack's L for blowing the engine up. And the kids show up and crow like immediately. Well, they don't blow
2: the engine up. There's a power surge and it goes into the card shuffler and it blows Yusei's cards all over the fucking garage. Yeah. Uh, And then when Zora uh, comes in, she's like, hey, didn't I tell you between the hours of two and five, I'm watching my soap operas? Keep it down. (laughs) Pretty good. Uh, I hope, mm -hmm.
0: given that you can have 40 to 60 cards in the deck, I hope it really is a game of 52 pickup that they're playing here.
2: Uh, Uh,
1: Statistically, could be
2: could be uh, uh and crow, crow and jack do teaser a little bit about her soap office they're like oh is the the evil twin come back from the dead yet or, uh, you know what's <laughs> happening
0: i hope that's foreshadowing
2: flames. Show i enjoy. hope
0: i hope that means that like the godwins are coming back or some shit i hope that's like very legitimate i <laughs> mean like that would be we, we have you can tell
1: me that you could tell me that the Eliaster trio are twins, I'd believe you. They all look super fucked up, but I don't know. They're all matching outfits. That's, that's like, halfway to twindom. As far they're as twins, as but
0: there's three of them. Isn't that triplets? No, they're three no. twins. <laughs> they're three, they're three <laughs>
1: twins. Um... Sly shows up after everyone else and like immediately gets put to work. Crow yells at him to like pick up cars and he sees Stardust Dragon <laughs> and is, we're, it, we're like, oh shit, is he going to take Stardust Dragon? And he does at first and then Yusei is like right behind him. He's like, oh, where is it? I, I just saw it over here. So we kind of Yeah, Yusei's it not
2: going to just like forget like, hey, hang on. We spend half a season with <laughs> like, him like, trying to get it back. Later, He's not going to let like, it lose it Stardust again. Where's Stardust Dragon? Yeah.
0: Sly is... Sly does give it to him. He is so mad about doing the right thing. Oh yeah, yeah.
2: yeah what is like, this? What is
0: this guy's damage? This fucking,
2: this fucking loser. I can't stand him. He doesn't impress me very much. You know, I, he doesn't deserve Stardust Dragon. Look at this. Fucking, yeah. Ugh, hate him. Uh,
1: um, we we kind of cut from there later on. Why do girls it's
0: just... always choose the jobs?
1: Fucking Reggie Reggie Rock noises. Um. Later on, Yusei's, I guess, working alone in the garage, and mm. uh, great value Samejima walks in. Like, yeah. He he does look like the principal from Dual Academia. Prime. Over the Pompadour. Yeah, um, and he says, You can fix anything, right? First of all, Yusei's not like a mechanic. This guy is acting as if he is he says oh you know there's an out of control thing called Heitman I just need you to tighten its screws a little bit Yeah, and Yusei's like alright sure that's
0: what? what I'm saying though is that this episode establishes that like Yusei is a mechanic and has been taking odd jobs or, like very handyman funny. jobs
1: yeah because yeah he very much does show up at the Dual Academy with like a fucking toolbox yeah. yeah like he's
2: no, he obviously been doing what's this. being told to him here yeah he's like yeah there's uh this this thing at, at dual academy called first of Rudolf all heitman. The- called rudolph heitman he says the full name and he's like yeah he's got a, sc- a few screws loose and says like okay i'll bring my tools oh
0: really that's pretty funny uh-huh. we yeah, just he- get he- heitman in the sub we don't mm-hmm. get the first name so like he's like there's a machine that needs fixing it's called heitman and yusa's like Weird name, but sure.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, never, it, it is. Weird. Yeah, he's just like, well, I've never heard of one of those. All right. He refers to
1: it as a machine. Um, <laughs> and and we cut to see Heitman, who's the vice principal of Dual Academy Academy. I'm like combining the words Academy, Academy. Um, he's an <laughs> asshole, and he is threatening to expel the lowest levels loser class. He calls it. They so. Kind of an early art Chronos situation.
0: Yeah, they yeah. really gave him the most German ass name possible, huh? Rudolf, Rudolf Heitman. Heitman.
1: Pretty good. Rudolf Heitman. <sighs> That's the okay. bad guy in the new Indiana Jones game.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. So th- th- this is weird. It- it- it's Lua Lucas class, of course it is, because you know Lua is just like the slow buffalo. But Aki shows up and says, Heitman, I'll never forgive an adult who hurts children. And then Yusei steps in to actually like solve the problem. Aki's just here now.
2: Aki's just here.
0: Yeah, she's like, like wandering the halls. She has special privileges, I guess, because she's good yeah, at dueling. <laughs> don't,
2: don't, don't you it, also have class Aki? Hall. She doesn't have anything to do right now.
1: Yeah, it's it, it's your free period. Mm-hmm. Um, and
2: yeah, she's yeah, like y- a senior. She doesn't have you know a full schedule,
1: right? Uh, she yeah, she's doing electives. Like, what mm-hmm. she's gonna go to fucking gardening class? No. Uh. He, Yusei is like something in this classroom needs to be fixed. Well, before, something called Heitman.
0: Before mm. Yusei even arrives, he's like going on to Aki about how much this class sucks shit. And there's another the the teacher from the the first scene, whose name I can't recall. I don't know if we ever got her name. Yeah, I don't know if we get her name, but he's like mm. keeps saying things, and she's like, "Wait, v- Vice Principal, baby, you can't say that." Um, <laughs> yeah. And then like. And so she's like, first of all, she makes the case that, like, dueling is an, an innate human right. Which it is. Um, true. Because right. he's true. going to expel. Because he's like, fuck this class. All of you are expelled. Mm-hmm. Um, because you can't duel good enough. Um, and then Aki comes up and she's like, you can't do- just, like, expel them because they're not meeting your standards. And he's like, I can. I diagnose these children at poor and mid. yeah he's like their cards their cards are cheap and bad and their strategies are worse (laughs)
1: yeah they're third-rate students with fourth grade they're using
2: shitty monsters and they're not even good at using them what makes you think that they could even use like strong monsters come on yeah
1: yeah yeah i'm as a teacher he's very single-minded in his reasoning of how skill works in these games which is literally just what if the number was big
0: what number go up
1: I think every I think it must be in like the dual academia charter that there has to be an uptight asshole as vice principal. Uh
2: huh. Absolutely. An uptight like European guy. Yeah, yeah yeah, exactly.
0: Ambiguously gay or European <laughs> uptight. <laughs> right, uh, yeah. Uptight vice principal who's only focused on uh, the prestige of the school.
1: And um, and uses antique gears.
0: So <laughs> what's great is that like you say shows up, right? And it's Aki's always good when like,
1: he shows up, isn't it?
0: Yeah, Aki's like, what are you doing here? And Yusei has, like, this toolbox or something. He's like, I was told I was here to fix a machine. It's called Heitman. And Heitman's like, me? Rudolph Heitman? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And first of all, he's like, he was like, wait a minute, you're Yusei. You're the one who won, like, the you're, like, the reigning champion. And Yusei's like, yeah. And,
1: <laughs> and what about it?
0: <laughs> and then he goes on ranting again. And Yusei's like, oh... I see. I have to tighten okay. your screws. Okay, yeah. that's Which is fine.
1: A, a, an odd thing. If this was realistic, the class would be laughing their fucking ass off if you say said that.
0: Yeah, uh. really. <laughs> tighten um, the
1: screws, huh?
0: And so basically, they, they they decide to duel, and Heitman is in particular is like, "I'll show you that uh, losers have no right to duel." And I'm sure he's like a perfectly good duelist, really. Yeah. But this is sort of like the coach of a tier one basketball team trying to yeah. go against Michael Jordan in 92 like I'm sure right. he's yeah. good but it's Michael Jordan like this is there's this literally great... a
2: line yeah where like Ak- Akiza is talking to the, the the teacher and the teacher's like are you sure that like Yusei can take on the vice chancellor it's just like I don't know it's, it's,
1: Maybe. It, it's just like there's a literal real dragon inside his deck I think he's fine
0: like, this isn't like Kronos and Judai. Judai, when he went against Kronos, was a virtual nobody. He was just
1: yeah. a guy. He
0: was literally just a guy. But this vice principal, he's like, no, I can take him. I can take the world champ. Yeah, I can
1: yeah. do that. Which it's is like, so it, funny. It's, it's like, yeah, it's like the dude who manages the fucking go-kart track says, yeah, I could probably beat Lewis Hamilton in a race. No, oh. dog. <laughs> uh, and he... So, you know, as the duel begins, Heitman has, I like, I the good think I could perfect... strike
2: out Shohei Otani. I think I could do yeah, it. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I could... I, could, I could hit a few dingers against him. I think I could throw fast enough he wouldn't even be able to hit the ball.
0: I could beat, uh, Serena Williams. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, smiling. <laughs> smiling as the card Yusei throws splits she, his brain in half. She's
0: a woman. I could beat Serena Williams.
1: <laughs> Yusei you, you, should smile more. Um... So the duel begins, and Heitman has his perfect combo because the duel ends in one turn. Um, he does a bunch of bullshit and summons antique gear golems, and I'm hooting and hollering and pointing at the screen. And mm-hmm. he reveals that only the higher-ups at Duel Academia are allowed to use this deck, which is why
2: Chronos had it. Yeah. <laughs> He says it's passed down through the elites of Duel Academy. It's so
0: fucking oh my funny. God. It's literally their secret technique. Yeah, uh-huh.
2: even veteran
1: duels have never seen antique gear golem because only weird asshole European teachers can use it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You must be judged worthy.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you've <laughs> you've been judged by the antique gear golem and have been found wanting. Um, say using a lot of new cards in this duel. Well, there's a reason why yeah. later on but it's like he 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 plays his card um Don't
0: we no on, we see it here in this scene We
1: well so so early on he's like huddling with the kids I don't know if we see what was happening with this scene but he does like talk to the kids earlier cuz we get the reveal later on but yeah he plays his card Wada, I think it is that like reduces damage to zero when he's about to be attacked and he, he summons Eccentric Boy. In eccentric
2: Boy!
0: <laughs> eccentric Boy is great. Uh, there's also a moment in um, the duel before he summons Eccentric Boy where... Um, I can't remember what he even does with the Tuner um, monster, but he does something. And Heitman's like, you can do that with a Tuner monster? And it's like, breaking news, local t- teacher <laughs> does not read card descriptions. Yeah, his, his yeah. whole thing...
1: He has these three antique gear golems and you say has a level 1 tuner on his side of the field and he's like, "Oh, you you know, you think you're good at dueling? You have a level 1 guy on your field. Fucking cringe fail. I have like three level 10s.
2: Yeah. Fuck you." This MF doesn't know anything about synchro summons. It's just getting his ass beat immediately. Dude, I'm voice. sure Dan this said in the last episode, <laughs> uh-huh. but in the dub at least we get like underneath their attack and defense or defense points, we get their level because it's it's relevant now. Yes, of her synchro summons, and then when they do synchro summons, they'll sometimes at least they'll show on the screen like the levels being added. It together. does like, math. I'm so glad plus they four do four math. Six. Do they do that in the sub too?
1: Yes. Yeah, and it only started oh, this season.
2: Okay. 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 I thought that was only the dub. But I was like, oh, four kids is like, well, these dumb American children
1: don't. Yeah. Love, yeah. No, it,
0: it was never it. like
1: hard to follow before, but now it's just it's just extra illustration, I suppose. Uh-huh. You see.
0: You see, Christian moms, Yu-Gi-Oh isn't satanic, it's educational. It's teaching it, math. It
1: teaches, it teaches you math. It teaches yeah, you and that the next, big numbers are better.
2: Yeah, in the next episode, we learn that 7 times 400 equals 2800.
3: <laughs> we sure yeah, do.
1: <laughs> we sure fucking do. Um, Yusei does a lot of shit. He, like, tunes Stardust Dragon and then plays a card that untunes Stardust Dragon and, like, resummons its component parts and its eccentric boy, Hanewada, and uh, some third guy, which is what I think Bob's ace card was. And they all... And this does is like, when we get the reveal. Yeah, this is when we get the reveal that Yusei put all of their cards in his deck mm-hmm. to like prove to them that you can win with anything. And that, you know, Vice Principal doesn't know what he's talking about. You know, he just thinks strength is... It's just raw strength that wins duels. But, you know, Yusei's the Yu-Gi-Oh protagonist and he knows that's not true.
0: No. He does use them in a very funny way, because congratulations, children, your favorite cards are now suicide bombs. Right.
2: <laughs> well, yeah.
0: I mean... Literally, literally, they fly into <laughs> the go- golems and explode and kill the golems.
2: <laughs> a, third monst-
1: a third monster has hit the <laughs> Antique Gear Golem. Uh-huh. Um, and then he, like, attacks with Debris Dragon and wins... And the president, like, thanks Yusei for fixing Heitman. Because Heitman, I guess he's fine now. He just, like,
2: knocked some sense into him.
0: Listen, I'm a union woman, but why don't you just fire the motherfucker?
1: Just to fire him. They they can't because, I mean... Well, when the
2: principal comes in, he was like, Well, I thought about just firing you, but I figured I'd I'd maybe try this instead. I want to teach you a lesson.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's humility. Also... It's really hard to find a requisite asshole year. Oh wait,
2: I, I no way right actually now. he he said a real reason why he couldn't just fire the fucking guy. He was like, I would have fired you, but actually your mother who you still live with by the way is a yes. uh, one of our top one of our top uh donors. So Oh yeah, of God.
1: course it all comes back to donations. Follow
2: the money. <laughs> Follow what the happened money. to the Kyla
0: Corp sponsorship?
2: <laughs> yeah. Um we uh, are rough times. We see a
1: weird scene, too, where the president, like, meets with Zora, who's here. Hey. And Zora's like, oh, yeah, Yusei can fix people's souls.
0: What? Hey, he also calls her Zora-chan, which is a yeah, they, wild thing fucking? to call some a woman her age.
1: Is she, yeah. like, the Dorothy of of 5Ds, you think?
0: I have no idea. Well, she's certainly meaner than Dorothy is. I love her, don't get me wrong. I love Zora, but it yeah. is she's wild fun. to have this man calling her Zora-chan.
1: yeah. It's it, it it's just a weird like knockoff great value duel academia of characters who like all fill the same archetypes, but like since this is not what the show's about, we get one episode of it and probably never again.
0: Which literally, yeah. if Sly wasn't in this episode, I would believe never came up again. But he is. Right. So I don't know. And like it ends with like Sly watching this duel and being like Man, you say has is so lucky, he has it so easy. I want what he has, I want Stardust Dragon. Yeah.
1: yeah. So and like that's the last shot. It's like this evil fucking scheming. And he's yeah. like a twelve year
2: old kid. Where is this going? Is he going to like join the Iliaster people?
0: Oh like, man,
1: what's... yeah. Secret Illuminati. Well what is will never suspect a twelve year old.
0: As of the next episode, it's not going anywhere. So <laughs>
1: not going in any- but... Not for now, yeah. Before we go to the next episode, grab your controllers. Time for 5Gs. Time for
2: 5Gs. Yay.
1: have you kept up your gaming streak?
0: Um, kind of. So, I finished Alan Woke 2. Um, hey, hell yeah. He woke up. <laughs> uh, sort of.
2: Go Alan Woke, <laughs>
0: I mean, I mean, no context spoilers, I guess, but sort of is the answer to that. Um, Interesting. <laughs> um, i Alan Wake. That was a game that had a very well-written story and some very poor mechanics.
1: Um, <laughs> I feel like with Remedy, seems, it's one or the other.
2: That, yeah, that seems to be, like, the consensus on both of those games. Yes. i mean, I'm, I'll um, play the I first one and having a fun, fun enough time, but yeah, I, I wouldn't say it's the best. Anything I would going?
0: say... I would say... I think it does... I've seen someone else um, compare it almost to, like performance art um which i think mm. is like a, not an unfair comparison um mm. but it's also not what everyone wants from video game experience um yeah so and i think also the other ha- problem i have narratively I, again i think the game does some really cool things i think it's one of the most experimental um pieces of media i've seen in the medium of video games um mm. and i really admire sort of the the very meta-narrative story that it's it's trying to tell um one of the issues with alan wake is that it really hinges on him being a fantastic writer and as a writer myself i don't think he's a fantastic get writer. his
1: ass drag him
2: does it really hinge <laughs> on him being a fantastic writer really i always get the sense that he's like an airport novelist like he's a james patterson sort of guy you know like
0: well it it hinges on him being like a moving writer or whatever right like the idea is that his uh-huh. words have the power to shape worlds um okay. yeah fair and ah, uh, as a writer myself uh, i did not necessarily feel that but i i think i again i really admire sort of the ambition of the game um mm. i think the execution of it is not perfect but it's a cool game um and then i just got back from a trip on monday so i haven't really been playing anything but ironically i started um watching snaps cubes um let's play of until dawn yeah because i was like eh, i want like i now i've played until dawn before right but i was like yeah. eh, i want to like watch i i, I don't want to start something new right now i want to watch something Um, Uh so I started watching her, her let's play of it. And then the like movie announcement came today.
2: Oh, I I didn't see that.
0: Yep. I really hope they make it less racist. Literally. Fingers
2: fucking
1: crossed.
0: Any other monster.
1: I mean, the movie industry is famously very good at fixing Racism. So I think we'll be fine.
0: I was like, make them big feet. Make them vengeful ghosts. Like, who gives a shit? Like, there's yeah, so many scary things you can do that aren't, like, racist against indigenous people.
3: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> was the quarry racist? Yes. Cool. I mean, the quarry, the quarry was not in its, like, story, but it was, like, in, like, in its hair and story. Like, it was about werewolves. Yeah. But, um... Super super massive. I, I, I've said it before. I've I've seen either played or seen let's plays of almost every super massive game at this point. And uh-huh. I was like, super massive, make a not racist game challenge impossible.
1: Failed. I prefer super giant.
0: <laughs> I've also been Ooh. getting back into Hades. So
1: <laughs> Hades nuts. Ooh, Hades guys, two
0: comes out this did, year.
1: Did you guys see the video of someone who ported the Alan Wake face model over? Ichiban's yeah, body yeah, and Yakuza yeah, in Yakuza <laughs> Infinite Well. <laughs> it's very funny. I Pretty posted good. it in scheduling. It's fucking killer.
0: <sighs> uh, that's game. me. Uh, Argyle, what have you been up to? Uh,
2: I've been playing Yakuza 5. I'm very nearly done Yakuza with it. Days. I'm on the finale finale, finale chapters. Um, that's a fun fucking game. Like, that's a really fun game. There's a lot of shit to do. I don't know if the plot's like. It's kind of like. It hasn't really started to come together. I, I. I really like a lot of the individual plot lines for the most part. Um, like Shinata's is really good. I really like Shinada. Um, but uh, it remains to be seen if like it'll all be tied together mm-hmm. in like a satisfying way. And uh, yeah, that's just really fun and also kind of making me yearn for those older Yakuza games. Like, you know, they, they're, they've done a lot to, to make the dragon engine, uh, play better like feel better in the hands but like there's something about you know the snappiness the combat uh the 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 way the different characters handle and everything that that i miss you know it's that that you can't quite get yeah there's like like a level of stuff
1: yeah there's like a level of refinement that they put into the games now that you didn't really have, like, I feel like especially in the sort of, like, middle Yakuza games that make them feel very unique from how Yakuza is nowadays.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like once once you get the 5, like, that combat starts to feel really, really good. And then Zero and Kiwami just build on that. Yeah. Um, I think... And, go
0: ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I was going to say that I think 5 has the um, the best ensemble cast. Uh-huh. Um, particularly mure
2: oh yeah
0: i love mi um, yeah it's also <laughs> majima his most blatantly bisexual imo
2: mm.
0: yeah mm. i was married <laughs> i was married to Mirei, and not this other guy who was also in a throuple with us it's fine
2: interesting i can't wait to find out more about that oh really um, sorry
0: i didn't mean to spoil it for you
2: <laughs> it's it's fine Don't i worry thought about it.
0: because you said you were at like the ending parts i thought no sorry. i
2: just started the finale like, oh, okay
0: I, I, sorry I sorry
2: sorry there's like four chapters of finale and i'm on the first one
0: so Yeah, yeah yeah
2: i've got a ways to go
0: um
2: but yeah that's fun baseball baseball baseball, baseball. Like baseball.
0: <laughs> and
2: all right Max. rhythm games oh go ahead I and rhythm, rhythm games. games harko's part fucking rules Whips it. it's Anyways, it's Max. the
0: most fun part of that game
2: <laughs> mm. hell yeah um i'm like
1: i'm in the, this space okay look the summer of gaming is about to begin. I say this every year, and it's always true. January twenty sixth, Yakuza eight comes out, so I've been playing Yakuza Gaiden. I don't have much to say about it because Argyle. Meant, I mean, I don't even think Argyle said much about it when he was playing it. But it's you know, it's it's a short, cute little game about what happened with Kiryu after six. Um, and I'm just, I, I'm like trying not to sort of get like super tied down with games because Yakuza's out, and then Final <laughs> Fantasy next month, but. Mm. The Nintendo Switch Online app just updated yesterday. Golden Sun. If you've never played Golden Sun before, play Golden Sun. This is honestly, I think Golden Sun might be in my top 10 video games ever. No. It is this, yes.
0: Oh, I was going to I was just going to say that I know you ha- hold um, Chrono Trigger higher.
1: Chrono Trigger is a perfect game. Chrono Trigger is the greatest video game ever made.
0: I So I disagree with that. For me, like, Golden Sun is the perfect JRPG. Golden? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, in terms
1: of JRPG, I would, like, I would say they occupy different niches just because if you get, with me at least, I can get so granular into how battle mechanics differ. And, like, as far as just, like, straight up classic turn-based JRPG, no frills, no active whatevers, no positioning, just you and a row of dudes in front of you. Like, Golden Sun is probably the best game that does it. It is so fucking tight. This is a game on the Game Boy Advance that was pushing the system to its limit. And you think, how can you push a Game Boy Advance to its limit? Uh, The game, like, chugs when you do summons because there's just so much, like, sprites on the screen. They're gorgeous. It's it's tight as hell. It does the Donkey Kong Country thing of... These are, like, pre-rendered 3D models that they had to, like, cram down and mash into a GBA cartridge. The music is like one of the best soundtracks in any game ever you it, it's it's fucking oh god i always forget his name um i'm gonna google it motoi sakuraba who uh what else did he compose? oh yeah a little game called dark souls um it's just it looks amazing sounds amazing it's kind of like slow to start out it's a pretty plodding intro because you have a lot of things to get through but it's fine because once you get in it you have just like such a digestible experience, too. Like, it's an RPG for people who have never played an RPG before. It's not difficult by any means. It's very simple in, like, how it sort of lines out its mechanics to you have four elements. Fire, water, earth, air. You equip these little minion guys, and they can change what elements you can attack with and change your class. And that's kind of it. And, like, I guess my only gripe would be it's kind of annoying that you have a limited inventory space, and that's really the only thing I can complain about, because these games beat fucking ass...
0: I will say so if, that yeah. it is also the only game I can think of particularly of that era <laughs> but also like maybe in general um besides Pokemon that does magic that you can use in battle outside of yeah. battle.
3: Yeah. Um,
0: like to the same extent oh. like moves that you can use so you know the way that Pokemon has cut and surf or whatever uh-huh. um the magic system in Golden Sun is called Synergy and
3: mm-hmm.
0: not all of it, but likewise, some of the moves not only can be used in battle uh, out, outside of battle, but like must be used out of battle.
1: Yeah. It's, it's cool. And I mean, this, the sequel to the Lost Age has a little bit of a problem of, there's a lot of ones that are like, you need to have a certain thing equipped to do it, which like really clogs up your inventory. That's like another gripe, but again, really my only gripes come with the inventory system, but it's just, oh my god! It's really, really cool. It's like I, I can't say enough good things about it. If you're like vaguely interested in getting into RPGs or just like want to play a, like a game in between releases, fucking play Golden Sun. Oh my god! It's so good. It's so fun. I have probably played through the game at least ten times. It is a treat. Delightful. Very good. Very fun. Gaming is back oh, yeah. in a big way. Games back uh before we get back to our episodes now this is a part of the show when we like to send a big hearty thank you to our ten dollar patrons would one of y'all like to take it
2: sure Sure, i'll do it hit it okay i'll do it uh thank you to our ten dollar patrons Danielle Kalaskis, Dylan Orris, Jazz Dumpster, Keith Taradine, Mackie Rice, Nero Wyvern, Pagliacci Proto-J, Quatre, Sabrina Steele, Sarvis, and Solid Snack. Thank you.
0: Thank, Thank you, you so much. very
2: much. Thank you so and much. We're cooking up some hot <sighs> shit. You'd oh my to God. Let me tell my you,
0: we, are, we have been fucking cooking over the last 48 hours thinking of Patreon yeah. rewards for you guys. It's, so. it's,
1: it's a big fucking year. And
0: like the last couple weeks as well. Um, yeah, yeah,
1: no. Yeah. Th- this is this is gonna be this is gonna be fucking special. I tell you what.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Uh, lest we give anything away. Episode sixty-eight. Old man's memories. Scrap iron family deck.
2: Uh, this is season two, episode four. Trash talk.
1: Trash. They've gentrified talk. all of Satellite.
2: Trash talk. Yeah,
1: except that's for a this good part. episode
0: name. Yeah, no, I'll give it to that one.
1: That's mm-hmm. really good. Um. Yeah, no, we're it, just yeah, like Yeah, it's
2: been 6 months and yeah, it's completely just like they've rebuilt the entire fucking thing.
1: Like everything.
2: Everything.
1: Just uh, buildings and highways and everything and the boys are kind of cruising around.
0: This um, is this is where the Yakuza substory track is in. Like literally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> almost exactly the same like boom. Beady, beady, boom. <laughs>
1: It's you'll have to post that later or like if we can find it included in yeah. the episode. Um we go to Saiga's apartment. Saiga's here. He's important again. Um Martha <laughs> and, and Crow's Crow's little kids he takes care of are here too. Um Wait, is that the his only apartment?
2: Of- I thought this was Martha's place.
1: No, Mark, this is different. We're, like, outside of, like, a sort of old folks... Well, it looks like an old folks home because there's, like, an old man in a wheelchair. No, I think we go to Saiga's apartment and then we go to Martha's place after this because we get, like, a shot outside of her house. But I th- uh. I'm pretty sure this is where Saiga lives. It's weird. Um, okay.
2: Because cause you say... I'm- when you say sees him, he's like, oh, Blister, did you, like, set up shop permanently at Martha's? And he's no, like, I,
0: yeah, man. She's I such think, a good cook. I think Argyle's right here, Max.
1: Okay, I was watching these at work, so, you know, your mileage may vary. Mm-hmm. Anyway, th- they go inside, and we get the only bit of, like, main story plot here of Saiga saying, Oh, you know that meteorite that crashed outside the city? Some people say it was actually a stone slab, and Ilias, or public maintenance, took it away. Anyway. Wait,
2: they do that right now?
1: Yeah, right? Like, right, right in the beginning.
2: In the dub, yeah. they do that at the end of the episode. Oh, what no. What the fuck? They, they
0: do it now. Honestly,
1: wait. That okay. actually might not be a bad way to change it, because it's very weird that they just, like front load it and then completely forget about it for the whole episode yeah
0: it's literally like return the slab don't worry about it though
1: <laughs> yeah uh, yeah a, a, another rare four kids w this is it's better that i think they made it later hmm. um but yeah it's literally that's all we get about it because uh martha starts talking about hey there's an old man living alone in the junkyard you want to go get him over here
2: yeah and then and then you hear the guitar old, strum sub-story old begin. mr bashford Uh, They want him to move into Martha's. Bashford. Yeah. What's he called? I literally
1: do not remember what his name was.
2: Uh Um, And they they get Crow to do it. They're like, come on, Crow. You do it. Don't you you get your good deed in for the day. And that's when he says, um, I'm on this like pop on corn. (laughs) Great. Mm -hmm.
3: Uh,
1: What is his name? Uh, Tetsuzo Kuzayama. Tetsuzo is his name. So they... They head over there, and we see, like, a quick shot of this old man in a very dark house, looking at a photo of his family in a sad Looking at a photo,
2: and he's like, I miss my dead, question mark, son and my hot wife. I miss them so much. Yeah.
1: It's real. The resolution's really funny, too, of, like, why they're not there. Um, Uh Uh-huh.
2: We'll get to (laughs) that. Yeah.
1: But... They they make it to his junk palace. It's just like a house in a in a huge ass junkyard, like yeah. basically where Crow was living before.
0: Did we? Um. Sorry, I, I I did zone out for a little. Did we mention how uh, the kids con Crow into agreeing to do this?
1: Oh no, we didn't mention that.
0: Yeah, so they're over at Martha's place, and they're like, "Wow, it'd be so great if this frail elderly man came to live with us, where he could be safe." But he refuses to leave. Well, nothing that can be done about it. No one could move him. And Crow's like, Yeah, I'll take care of it. And they're like, Crow, you couldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> no. He's like, Yes, I can. You you're say to Jack are like, This dumb asshole.
1: <laughs> yeah. Very, very manipulable. Very passionate. Yeah. Um. They go to his. Junk Palace.
0: This is... I don't know if anyone has watched Better Call Saul, but this is literally the plot of, like, Mesa Verde trying to take over, um, kick this one guy off of his property after everyone else has left, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, from Better Call Saul. It's very funny.
1: He has, like, a, a series of, of ropes on his balcony that he pulls whenever Crow tries to approach to, like, mm-hmm. make him go away um the the first is like a, a scarecrow that pops up and like whacks him in the face um the second one cracked me up because it's a pit yes and yeah. he jumps over he's like you're not gonna fool me and he pulls another one that opens up a pit directly past yeah. that first pit <laughs> this Pretty is funny a very funny sequence Pretty, it's a good uh-huh. gag um and then and then a a, a a the last one is a spring that flings him up into the air and he lands with like a two-headed dragon staring him down. That's uh, a Whoa. solid vision gag. He got caught. Yeah, remember solid vision? We I haven't really like acknowledged vision. that's still a thing, but that's how that's how this all works.
2: Yeah, Unless it turns out that he has landed right in kind of a, an old-style duel arena.
1: Yeah, this is some duelist kingdom shit. Yeah. Um. And of course, naturally, he challenges the old man to a duel, saying, if I win, you have to live with Martha, and if I lose, I'll leave you alone, I guess. And um, it,
2: they they also mentioned that it, it it looks like it's been like homemade, like it looks like the old man himself made it. Yeah, yeah.
0: No, mm, I, I can't remember what the man says to him in response here, but I do remember that it made me jot down that this guy has the appearance and demeanor of a trainer at a Pokemon gym. Not a leader, but one of their disciples.
1: Okay. Um, I don't know what he he mentions that like he, he makes it seem like dueling. He's not enjoying it. Like he's, he's not really into mm, mm-hmm. being challenged right now. Well,
0: he says something eventually. What once Crow convinces him is that he's like, all right, fine, but I won't be easy. Yeah,
1: yeah, I Um, yeah. For I really, I. Both of these decks are very, very fun. I like this old man's like the super, super defensive deck, and I really like seeing Crow get more cards. The Blackwing archetype is just very cool to me. Of just if you have one, you can have a lot of them because black d- birds of a black feather flock together.
0: No, uh-huh. I don't. I don't know if we've seen Bora the Spear before.
1: Yes, it, we have. Okay, That's like one have? of his like main three guys. Oh, yeah.
0: Okay, so so bet on me. I will say after having watched the boy and the heron. <laughs>
1: Yeah, where's Robert Pattinson?
0: Very, very different <laughs> <laughs> interpretation of looking at this card, um, which is just basically the heron.
1: It's Bora. Oh, it's Bora and the, the heron. heron. Yeah. Um, he, he's, he he. The first one he plays is Vayu Emblem of Honor, which summons special summons Bora the Spear, uh, and he attacks the old man. And of course, the old man flips Scrap Iron Scarecrow, uh-huh. and the whole thing with that is that you flip it and it gets set for next turn to use again. You won't believe what continues to happen throughout this entire fucking uh-huh. duel.
0: Now, I don't play competitive Yu-Gi-Oh, but I do know that Scrap Iron Scarecrow is one of the most popular cards to this day used in competitive Yu-Gi-Oh.
1: Oh sure, it's just it's just a no card. Yeah, seems like a really, we love uh, those.
2: One free no a turn. I mean, I'm Easy. pretty
0: I'm pretty sure that it's that the rules now have it like not be free, that it's been rewritten, but
2: Oh, interesting.
0: Or but I, I can look it up. I'm curious, but yeah, yes. let's scrap- see.
2: Let's,
1: let's get a ruling on scrap yeah, iron no retrain, scarecrow tra-
2: retraining on this one.
1: When an opponent's monster declares an attack, target the attacking monster and negate the attack. Also, after that, set this card face down instead of sending it to the graveyard. No, I think it's just nope. you can only use it yeah. once a turn. Yep,
0: it's 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 a stupid good card. <laughs> it's
1: it's just and and I imagine that the other like variants, the other scrap iron things that he uses aren't as popular because they're probably like a lot more finicky to use, or maybe they just don't even mm. exist.
0: I think, yeah, I maybe mean, they just don't. I think like a lot of scrap, or sorry, a lot of um archetype cards in general that many of the other cards are very specific to the archetype, but yeah. scrap iron so scarecrow. Like you has either
2: play all or none of them. In a yeah. Lot
0: of scrap iron scarecrow has no such specification. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just a crazy good card. It's just free.
1: No, I think it might be uh, like
0: restricted. Yeah, it like might be you really to one though. in uh competitive Yu-Gi-Oh!.
1: I don't you know. I don't
0: play. Don't ask me.
1: Um <laughs> I play one year, <laughs> and I will never learn. <laughs> you don't even do card. that anymore. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. He plays a card called Maternal Junk, which just looks kind of like a metabot. She's just a what yeah, if a, a a cute. robot lady. I like, cute. Nice. I like the her. Um he draws, and like as he draws and looks at his card, he kind of spaces out and, and sees a flashback of his kid looking at the dual ring. Um, his
2: dead question mark son his son
1: who's no longer with us in this Here. current location me
0: me still on this pokemon type b just wrote down bitch just go to lavender town
1: go to yeah you <laughs> don't have to watch your dead around. kid every
0: day at home
1: uh he plays paternal junk now robo dad yeah and and paternal junk powers up uh, by a thousand points when maternal junk is on the field do, because it's a wife guy.
0: I do want to talk about how paternal junk looks because it's a very good design. So oh, yeah. he is a robot salary man.
2: His yeah. jaw
0: is a coffee cup.
2: Yeah, it's, it's so funny.
0: Um, he has a necktie. It's a very good design of a card. Both yeah, he- maternal and paternal junk are like. Very good cards. He has
1: robot cufflinks. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and material junk. I mean, it's 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 funny. It's also it's like, oh, she has a frying pan and a spatula and a tea kettle head. Um, we never see kid junk, but he's also
2: cool. Well, we he see has, him like, vaguely. We see like he's the not hot, played, but the we see him. we do see like the card, and we see him. Yeah, we see
0: the junk artist formerly known as Kid Junk.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah, the, a paternal the, the, junk the, gets. Uh, go ahead
1: i was gonna say the, the nebulously extant kid junk
0: <laughs> yeah
2: uh-huh. but yeah he plays paternal junk which is buffed by a thousand attack points by the presence of maternal junk and then also oh, by factory yeah which uh boosts all of his junk cards by 500 so he's, he's got pretty strong cards on the field right now uh and jack is aware of something he seems to know what this this combo is and he's wondering, well, hang on a second. Why isn't... He's just saying vaguely, like, why isn't he playing it? What's going yeah. on here? Um. Where's that kid? Yeah.
1: I also I really like... Uh, I, I really like... I mean, this is one of those instances when where, where they clearly pick the character whose deck would do the worst against the other guy's deck because so much of what Crow does is, like, summon monsters from his hand in the graveyard and Junk Factory <laughs> allows him to, like send monsters that he destroys back to crow's deck instead of the graveyard so a lot of the times Mm -hmm. the effect that would summon special summon a a black feather doesn't it's like keep him on the back foot the whole time it's it's a fun little thing
0: at one point the old man has like four traps down on the field yeah
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) scrap iron barrier next which uh blocks another attack
0: yeah so he uses scrap iron scarecrow and crow's like i'm not gonna fall for that again Here's this thing, and he manages to get his attack through, destroys paternal uh, junk, and the, the old man's like, cool, you activate my other trap card. And Crow, <laughs> in the voice of a man who can see all of the cards on the field, says, you have another trap?
1: Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the barricade prevents a monster from being destroyed. Um, the, the pitfall returns a special summon back to your opponent's hand so they can't be used. It just, it just is just constantly, uh, I don't think so. No, nope. no. Nope.
0: A very important thing to know is that throughout this entire duel, um, their surroundings are literally being destroyed by the noise. Yeah. It's,
1: it, yeah. it, it, it is a little like strange because like duels don't really make that much noise. I mean, I'm sure they could find a different way to make it so that like, there's a danger at the end of all this. But yeah, as they're dueling, like the, the junkyard is beginning to collapse.
0: It's, it's a junk avalanche, and I literally, all I could do was look at it and be like, please be serious. Right. Uh, I like, so,
1: Argyle, you said that Jack kind of was, like, figuring out, he, he recognizes the combo. In the sub, he does a little bit more, like, almost psychoanalysis. Uh, he's like, oh, this guy is stubborn, and he lives in trash, and he uses a deck to represent his family. Like, he needs that kid on the field, but why isn't he putting the kid on the field?
2: Yeah, they, they like, get a little bit of that, where it's like, well, you know, the he he would be able to play kid junk you know the effect of from the effect of like paternal and maternal junk he'd be able to just summon it from his hand for free but why isn't he doing that like what's going on here and you say yeah kind of clues in on that and he's like oh, hang on a second i'm going to go break yeah. into that old man's house <laughs> yeah, <I gotta laughs> That's do right to run around a little bit um
1: eventually you know the junk is collapsing um and crow flips a card that does it does like um 400 damage for every card that the old man has on his field and he has like seven cards on his field so it does 2800 yeah. so you know he, he loses and like the old man um like tumbles into the junk as it collapses and crow rushes to save him and they like come out of a fridge indiana jones style after yeah. everything's <laughs> collapsed uh, it's funny. And the old man is like, oh, he's like, oh, shit, oh, fuck. I you know there's something in my house I had to get. And Yusei is like, oh, you mean your family photo? Good <laughs> foresight. That. How the fuck did he? I don't know. Yusei was really many steps ahead of everyone here.
0: Yeah. Also, like, this episode of Hoarders brought to you by TLC.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, my God. say um, is like, oh, you know, I figured out you never had K Junk in the first place. You know, you must have given it to your son um and i and audrey correct me if i'm wrong because again i was watching this at work so i might not have gotten all the details. i mean you'd be both yeah in in the sub he's just like oh he was just too engrossed in his work then his his family just left him i did not so he wanted like okay yeah from what i under, from what i gathered he was just so engrossed in his work that his family ended up leaving him and he like tried to build a dual arena to like get his son to come back and they just never did
2: yeah, that—that's what it is in the dub. Is that he's—he says he was a sculpture artist, but he was just, you know, so taken up by his work that uh, they just left. He just left one yeah. day. Yeah, he watched that's Field of Dreams one thing. too
0: many times.
1: <laughs> <laughs> It's—it's—it's it's, it's just very weird that that's the reason. But I mean, no, whatever. You have to. We've had enough dead family sub-stories in Yu-Gi-Oh. Mm-hmm.
2: And this episode doesn't end with him reuniting with his family or anything stupid. No, like that's that. the weird thing, too. No, He's like, oh, they're, they're gone. No, Crow is like, he, yes, I'm yes. quoting him word for word here. Yes. He says, you know what? You got yourself a new son right here. In fact, you've got four. Four
0: yes! young little
2: boys is what he <laughs> says.
1: <laughs> he says you have four adult sons. It's so fucking choice.
0: Crow is like, hey, if you move in with Martha, you know what happens? You are my dad uh, you're my dad. <laughs> Boogie Woogie Wiggy <woogie>, Wiggy. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. If you move into Martha's, you'll have so many grandkids too. Oh it's my god.
1: So fucking funny. Yeah, sorry your family left you and are never coming back, but I'm your new adult son. I love you, grandpa. The best
0: i'm your par- new son and choice. these are my brothers. The best We're part of your this. sons. There are two best part of this. What what is the best part yes. is what's his face? The guy. Saiga's here yeah saiga yeah. saiga is included in the adult sons um, well, he doesn't say a word doesn't say a word um the second best part is that you say's like yeah I'd love to learn um about how to play a junk deck from you because you know he is Junk synchron yes so, yeah so you know and all of that and Jack's like sure
2: yeah sure yeah
0: like, Jack's like you, this I may guess, as well happen to me
1: yeah wh- why not? Why not? It's so fu- And then, like, you know, later on we cut to Martha and the old man that evening has already built an entire Stardust Dragon sculpture out of junk. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, I'm tired. Son, can you massage my soul, <laughs> my shoulders? <laughs> it's uh, Do you need to take care of the elderly, my stupid son? That's what Come he on, literally crow, says to Come on, Crow. Get your <laughs> good
2: deed in for the day. Like, oh, dude, my no, God. I was like, I, I already did that one. I already I got lo-
1: one. I l- Love this shitty old man. Where's the Inagi? He needs to hang out with the Inagi.
0: <laughs>
2: Where is Inagi?
0: Where's Where's
1: the other guy too? Yeah. Fuck.
0: Let's get Let's get some old Bolt man Yahweh going here.
2: Please. That's episodes. Yeah, and in the dub, that's and after that is when they they are like, yeah, uh, the the public security bureau got their hands on this stone tablet thing that they're talking about. Yeah. It's so fucking bizarre.
0: I mean, that makes a lot more sense. I, again, I feel like the biggest issue that this season has had so far, four episodes in, is just, like, the sequencing of things.
2: Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe... I really hope episode 69 is a banger. A banger.
3: Hmm. It,
1: it better be. We'll find out next week. Um, in it, the meantime, better, though... better, fuck. Better. Uh, if you... This is the part of the time of the show when we talk about questions. If you want to send us questions, you can go to Twitter at Up, Read, Cast or our Millennium Bag channel on Discord. We have one question from Twitter this week. Ooh. Uh, from M. Healy at M. Healy, who asks, what would be the 5Ds cast's best and worst regular school classes?
0: Can hmm. we mean, just do the 5Ds?
1: Uc- the 5Ds, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. UC would be really good at driver's ed. <laughs> <laughs> We did that as part of health class. I think
0: most of the boys would be really good at phys ed. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I mean, they're all jacked. Yeah, I think jacked Atlas. <laughs>
2: they're all jacked ah. At um, um,
0: you hmm. say would be worse at social studies because he would just keep bringing communism into it.
1: Sure. Yeah, that's fair.
0: Um, Crow's the worst at math. Oh, yeah. I, be- oh,
1: I yeah. believe this to be true. What's Jack bad at? I feel like Jack's bad at English.
0: Yeah, I think, or literature, yeah. I, I feel like Jack's yeah, bad at literature, literature he because he feels read. like he's beyond it.
2: Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, he's, he's the king. For it.
0: He's like, he's like, what, what is Wuthering Heights going to do for me? It's like, yeah. well... I don't
2: read of mice and men. It's below I me.
1: feel like I feel like Aki. I mean, I don't know. Aki is like pretty fucking smart. I don't know if there's any classes she's bad at. Per I se, I think
0: she's best at history.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could feel that.
0: And I don't know. Maybe some of like the hard sciences, like just mm-hmm. because their like, like psychic physics. powers yeah. aren't real, and she's like, yeah. well, wow. yeah, yeah, fucking,
2: well, physics. <laughs> <laughs> <bad laughs> physics and chemistry, she's defying them.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, Lua. Louis, Louis, what fucking twelve years old? What do you? Louis like?
0: bad at everything.
1: Louis yeah, bad at everything. No. Luca's good at everything. Yeah, yeah. They 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 balance each other out to be a perfectly average student. I don't. I think
0: I like, think Luca would be particularly good at biology because she has this whole like nature fairy uh, thing going on. Sure.
1: Yeah. yeah. I believe that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm like remembering, like, what the fuck did I learn in school?
2: I know, literally
0: time. trying to remember. I'm just like, what AP courses that I have, like, what AP tests that I have to sit through yeah, yeah, miserably? Yeah, yeah right.
1: <laughs> oh, C- Crow, you'd be so good at AP Spanish.
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: time to learn some computer science. Uh, and we also have some Discord questions. One of y'all want to yeah. take
3: these?
0: I can I'll take, take these uh, since Argyle. No, yeah, Audrey,
2: do I did the donations, the Patreon's.
0: Yeah, I'll I'll go ahead. Um, Dark armed dad, Takizaku asks, what would the Five these gang be up to in the old folks' home, not as visitors, like you know, sixty years in the future?
2: You say he's putting like turbo jets on his wheelchair. Um, <laughs>
1: yeah, he's popping wheelies.
0: They're fucking yeah. nasty. All of them are. <laughs> yeah, that too. I, th- yeah. There's
2: old man mm. going on in there I, for sure.
0: I really, genuinely, from the bottom of my heart, if you do not think that the majority of things that, like, aren't scheduled that happens in, like, retirement homes isn't sex, you are incorrect. Old people (laughs) fuck nasty an incredible amount because that's all there is to do in these homes.
1: Aki uses uses her psychic powers to win at bingo every time. Uh Uh-huh. She can she can manipulate right. it. She, she she makes she makes the right ball come out.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, they're dueling, of course. Like obviously they're, they're dueling. Yeah, yeah. I mean that goes without saying. We'll There's like other. That. I'm trying to think of like the old person card games. Fucking bridge.
2: <laughs> Again, just you see statistically. the crimson dragon powers to get better draws in bridge.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: Um. From It's Dino Morbin Time, Sam, how many, parentheses, could be number or percentage, of the teachers that you've had in your life, do you think you could take in a fist fight?
1: Like, probably most of them.
2: I, I would I'm say- them. A lot of them were like old ladies. I don't want yeah. to- I
0: would say probably about 50%, but here's the thing. I think the idea of a fist fight is so- improbable for both myself and all of my teachers that i can't imagine it ever coming to pass
1: right like you know i went to catholic school so a lot of my teachers
0: were
1: i mean i was never yeah thank you i was never (laughs) taught by like nuns we did have nuns there were nuns who taught i was taught by a priest for some of my classes and like Yeah, I I don't I feel like at a Catholic school, most people are definitely like on the older side. We had a couple of young teachers here and there. But I feel like on average, most of my teachers were like, in their 50s or 60s. So like, yeah, I could take a lot of them. But at what cost? That's not very Christ-like.
0: I think the question also sort of depends for me on could I take them when I was in high school or could I take them now?
1: Right, yeah. I mean, now, no question, I'm strong as fuck.
0: Yeah, now... Yeah. High school, though. Uh, now I could bring down a bunch of old men. Pretty uh, confidently. Yeah. <laughs>
1: put that on a team. Yeah, I think it's,
2: like, uh, most of them minus, like, you know, maybe some gym teachers. You know, it's...
1: Just... Uh, I, 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 yeah, no, thinking on it, like, yeah, Mr. Haynes would kick my fucking ass. <laughs> no question.
0: Yeah, I'd put it about 50% for me.
1: Yeah, mm. um, I'll I'll be sending out challenges later this evening.
2: Get <laughs> out know, Facebook looking up all my old teachers. How many yeah.
0: how many times do I have to teach you this lesson, old man? Yeah, fa-
1: Father Hudgens, you and me in the parking lot. Let's go.
0: Miss <laughs> Tito, you got you got an uppercut coming to you. <laughs> yeah,
2: I'm not naming Come any on. of my teachers, <laughs>
0: i think she's been retired for like a decade and a half at this point yeah. so i'm not
2: <laughs>
1: I'm not <laughs> so even she's sure she's still target. alive honestly <laughs> yeah that i we should move on unless i think of how many teachers of ad that are no longer with us
0: uh-huh um from Keith taradine if you had to trap your house where on the scale of home alone to saw would you go okay as a saw aficionado uh-huh. before we get into this I think this is a much shallower scale.
1: Yeah, Home Alone is still yeah, pretty fucked up.
0: <laughs> like, he sets people... He sets the dude's head on fire. Daniel yeah. Stern
1: should not have made it out of there alive.
0: Um, So, I think the, like, difference between these and practical... I mean, one is obviously demonstrated in a comedic way, and one is demonstrated in a horror way. But uh-huh.
1: which is which, though?
0: The actual like physical effects of these traps are much closer, I think, than this question yeah. suggests.
1: I feel yeah. I feel like we need to like expand the scale to like Looney Tunes.
0: But even that, like, is also yeah. right. Like, dropping a piano some on someone kills them.
2: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, well, no, it doesn't kill them, Audrey. It just means they pop their head out and their teeth are the piano keys.
2: That's right. They they play those wonderful chimes on, on their teeth.
0: Um, anyway, I would simply not trap my home like that. This feels like some survivalist shit.
1: Yeah, yeah. If, if if anything, I would run and grab the replica of Sting that I got Katie for her birthday, and like, it's not a sharpened sword, but I think I could definitely take someone out with it if I really tried it. has a pretty pointy end.
0: I mean, I'm not happy about this. And I am much more often angry at them than anything else. But I do live half a block away from a police station.
1: You, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> so mm-hmm. I think maybe if I had in, an actual invader,
1: in <laughs> yeah, in such a circumstance, sometimes you gotta. Let's see. What do we got?
0: Um. From Shadow Sandbag, did you ever hide slash change your report card from your parents? I see the trope in TV, but don't think I've ever seen it in real life. Okay, I have a very funny version of this.
2: Let's go. Okay, Go ahead, let's hear it.
0: I never hid my day school report cards I was always a pleasure to have in class. However, I did forge my parents' signature on my Hebrew school homework
3: fuck oh,
1: yeah! when i was a kid oh yeah and they
0: did find right. out and i did get in
2: trouble for it oh, <laughs> oh sure damn. i've
1: oh man i don't think i've ever like forged my parents signature but i've definitely thought of doing it for a lot of things
2: i didn't um i did forge my parents signature like at least a couple times not on report cards but it was like we had like homework tracker agendas that we had to bring home every day and they had to be signed by one of our parents every every single day right so like there were a couple times where i was like well shit i didn't get it signed last night i gotta i'll just fucking yeah forge my mom's signature here yeah
0: (laughs) so the hebrew school homework was specifically like practicing hebrew and reading hebrew in preparation for my bat mitzvah um Mm -hmm. and i stand by my decision to forge this because this was fucking loser shit like i didn't <laughs> like like i didn't need to do this and my parents didn't need to spend an hour of their time watching me do this like it oh, was shit. fine i know how to read hebrew <laughs> like
3: mm-hmm.
0: i stand i stand by like 11 year old me's decision to do yeah, this. yeah
1: yeah <laughs> M- mm-hmm. mom dad you and i both know this is a waste of all of our time <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, they were pissed at me, but I don't actually remember there being consequences <laughs> about it.
2: Great. Uh, but, yeah, and as for report cards, um, I mean, I, I was never able to hide full-on report cards from them, because, I mean, they knew when those things were coming Yeah, out. they ask about it. And, you guys yeah, be and like, change, oh, the dog yeah. ate it. Uh-huh, and then changing them is just like, I'm a kid, I don't know how the fuck to do that, are you kidding me? Right. But, um, yeah, because it's, it's all printed, right? Like, it's like, mm-hmm. I don't know how to... What would I do? Like type on a, a blank piece of paper that doesn't have like the letterhead <laughs> yeah. or anything yeah. like yeah i got straight a's don't worry about here's it me, here's my report um, card on it
1: and size 12 font times but i, I and, think there
2: might have been like a time or two where i had like a mid-semester progress report like not the the full official report card just uh, the you know the midway through sort of thing from them um and I was just like yeah I don't know they didn't give them out this time yeah I'm oh, curious oh I don't know no
1: you know what I I I thought of my equivalent of this story so for for I guess one semester half a year in 3rd grade I was homeschooled cuz so we were like moving schools around and like this was before my parents put me in private school when my siblings were already in private school and it my mom had like these like VHS tapes for for homeschooling and i just i don't even know why i was probably just fucking fed up one day but but i but i grabbed the vhs tape for like the next day and i like put it underneath my sister's bed like on, on the wooden slats under the mattress and i was like oh i don't know mom's like you know it's i guess i guess i don't need to do homeschooling today because we can't find the can't find the tape she found it and got very mad at
2: me <laughs> oh that's a shame the same hat I was Max. like
1: third grade whatever i i came out fine you should have got that day off
0: i have a job i should have got
1: that day off
0: hey listen i have a job and a good credit score okay
2: Uh uh-huh
1: yeah i fucking
0: made
2: it yeah uh
0: um (laughs) uh hornmeister asks do you prefer your art installations dry or wet
2: Wet. Mm. I like to be able to leave my own mark on them. Just smack my hands on them, you know.
1: Yeah, you get a lot of cool water art. You get fountains. Yeah. Sometimes you get the. Sometimes the fountain is like a little a little person peeing, and that's really funny. It's like an art mostly we'll Belgium.
3: <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. People love pissing over there. I love to piss. Well,
0: that's where the famous pissing fountain is. Well, oh, Brussels of like was... the little kid pissing yeah that's from brussels
3: there's
1: a, okay there's a fountain in like a in fucking reston town center which is just like a you know big collection like sort of like an outdoor mall area that we would go to as a family every once in a while and there was a tiny little cherub just pissing or not i don't even know it wasn't even pissing it was just like a little naked cherub on top of it but it was like you know when you're a kid and you see a naked statue with a little ding on it it's very funny
3: it um funny
1: and my, and my little brother, my little brother, and he gets, like, mortified whenever we bring this up. And it's so funny. Whenever we walk by, he'd always say, a naked man, my wish come true. And we, we like, always get his ass for it. It's so fucking funny to poke him for that. And he's, like, 24 now, and he's like, stop it. Your
0: family version of was the grink there?
1: Literally, <laughs> yes. I mean, my my little brother, we get him for more shit, like, proportionally than anyone else. Just because, you know, being the baby, he got into the most shit. Like just did the most yeah. silly things.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Actually, it's his birthday today. Happy birthday, Nick! Happy
0: oh, birthday, happy Nick! Birthday,
2: Nick,
1: twenty-four years old. It's easy to remember his age because he was born in two thousand. Ah, so it's yeah. always whatever year it is. Uh huh.
0: Um, I'm actually going to go against the grain here and say I like my art installations dry. Mm. Um, my favorite art installations are really, really large scale sculpture.
3: Mm,
1: and for the most yeah.
0: part, those are dry,
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, yeah, unless they're outdoors, which they're they're wet sometimes.
0: Yeah, but that's not the I consider <laughs> wet to be whether wet or dry is like the point of them; they're constant yeah. state, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, I live in New York. I'm lucky. There's a there's a place called Storm King. If no one else has heard of it, that is this incredible um, sculpture garden of these. Just massive sculptures. Pretty sure
1: it's the Boston Dark Souls 3.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And that's like, I mean, that's like upstate. That's like two, three hours upstate from the city. But mm-hmm. still, like, it's a its a beautiful sculpture garden. And those are my favorite installations. <coughs> these really massive, like, mostly metal sculptures that really
3: mm-hmm.
0: give a sense of, like, all being in front of them. Yeah, so I like
1: it's nice, it's nice when you get to see something that's just like fuck huge, and you're just like, "Whoa!" Yeah, whoa.
0: So I'm gonna go drive. And in, in Virginia,
1: uh, oh, I was just in Virginia, there is a life-size Stonehenge replica, like an hour away from. What? <laughs> it. Yeah, it's called Foamhenge.
2: It's made of foam. It's not even like concrete.
1: it's like styrofoam, and it's like it has like cover on it. If you just Google Foamhenge, you can find it. Oh wait, no, fuck. It's not even. It's it's fucking Centerville. It's like twenty minutes from me right now. it Used to be Natural Bridge, which is long, much further away. But yeah, no, come come visit. We'll go to Cox Farms and hang out at Foamhenge.
0: Cool. PodCon twenty twenty five. Um, our last question today is from Shadow Sandbag again, which is any thoughts on the art installations of James terrell I'm gonna be no. real with you, homie. I'd never heard of James Terrell before this question, but I Googled him just now, and mm-hmm. that shit's really nice.
1: Yeah, this shit looks this. I love the just the the sort of clean gradients. So just he, big flat colors.
0: He works with mostly it looks like ovals and light. Mmm. GT. Uh, like different colored light, and those are good looking art pieces. I'm not gonna lie, those yeah, fuck. Yeah. yeah, these are nice.
1: Yeah, this is cool. I want to, I want to go. This is a lot of it. Looks like a lot of Vegas he's in. Uh, he's mm-hmm. in the Guggenheim,
0: Googie, which Guggenheim, though? There's like many Guggenheims.
1: Uh Oh, is that a, what is it? A chain of museums?
0: It is literally, yes,
1: cool. Um, I know Frank that there's Boyle
2: um, that one, uh. Arcane Kids game, Bubsy 3D Bubsy Visits, the James Turrell retrospective. That's yeah, that's the only, that, that's the
1: only th- that is the only, my only previous experience with the name of James Turrell. I did not know anything yeah, beyond that. Yeah, but
2: I've never played that. So, yeah, I'm just oh. looking at the guy's stuff now. Yeah, this, this looks really nice and pleasant.
1: Yeah, I want to go to there. That's that's where PogCon 2028 is going to be.
2: All right,
0: so I think the Guggenheim <laughs> <laughs> stuff is, of- is the one in New York, which is the original Guggenheim.
1: Okay. Oh. Guggenheim classic. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Guggenheim I'm classic. just saying if I if if I made a Stonehenge replica out of foam, I think I'd make it better. I'd make it cooler and sexier than the real one.
1: Yeah. It was really fucked up what Seproth did in Guggenheim.
2: <laughs> uh uh-huh. that's right.
1: Uh and that's our questions, which means that's our, that's our podcast.
2: Um I think Audrey's do- laughed at your Sephiroth joke.
1: Yeah, it was it was that. Well, you know, we we all. It, it's sometimes it's hard to think about Sephiroth, Roth, you know, what, we did, what he did to Aerith. Um
3: <laughs> Before we
1: do plugs, we do show plugs, which is the following. Listen to us. We're on
0: Twitter.
1: Listen to listen to <laughs> us. Do it. Uh, Twitter at Podagreedcast. podagreed.tumblr.com. Com. Discord is at Kaiba. Online or Joey Dog. Come join us you can go to patreon.com slash Pod of greed to join us on Patreon for $1 a month. You get access to our bonus feed, which is a bunch of us talking over movies, just pickle me movies, fast and furious movies, uh, movies that Sarah's worked on this month. We're talking about the last rifleman or as Sarah calls it Joe Biden movie because Pierce Joe Brosnan, Biden. <laughs> Pierce Brosnan has a prosthetic nose. It makes him look a little bit like Joseph Robinette Biden.
2: We do
0: some other Brandon.
1: stuff too. We do other stuff hmm. too. Yeah. We, 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 Put a, on Like pause. a game of the year. Like a fabulous game
0: of the year episode because everyone loves uh, 5G's the most.
1: The yeah. most. Um, at $5, you get all that. You can listen to episodes as they're being recorded, which is no one's doing right now. That's okay. Um, <laughs> and you get your name read out as a shout out at the end of the episode. So thank you to our <coughs> $5 patrons who are...
2: Emory, Joelle Thomas, Morgue, Haunting the Morgue, Riley Hopkins, Shadow Sandbag, and Sylvia Crow.
0: Thank you. Thank you, guys. Really.
1: And at $10, you get all that, plus a yearly care package. If you subscribe at the $10 level for four months out of the previous year, you will get that. So we are sending the, the care package that we will be sending out in 2024 will be for people who are subscribed for four months in 2023. And next year, we will send out people... A care package for people who have been subscribed at that ten dollar tier for four months in twenty twenty four. It's a little confusing, but if you're just subscribed to the ten dollar tier all the time, you don't need to worry about it. So, <laughs> we're getting so, a so, we're getting a good so good ass
2: head start on this, or I guess last year's one, whatever. But yeah. we're already we're already like cooking it up. It's happening. Yeah,
1: it's gonna right be now. it's gonna knock your fucking socks
0: off. Yeah, I'm you wait. I'm so excited about what I'm working on for this.
1: Yeah, it's choice as hell. Um, and that's the show plugs so now i'm max i'm on twitter at maxi bajillion tumblr everywhere else at maxi bajillion my other podcasts which are all on hiatus are wow about gundam never mind the Trollocs about amazon's wheel of time and slappers only about video game music and they'll all be back at some point in the future when i organize them and find more time to do it i'm 30 yeah. years old things happen when you're adults fucked up
2: max has a wife Okay. I have a
1: wife and a little dog whose spine exploded. It's been a <laughs> long <laughs>
2: dog whose spine has exploded maybe multiple times. Yeah, no, he's going so oh, to keep Oh,
0: Jimmy. He's,
1: he's doing really well. He the snow we have him wearing booties and he fucking hates them. But Have you played the the, um,
0: the ball Gone? I haven't
1: had a chance to yet. Haven't had shit oh. just cuz it it it, it 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 Audrey got me for Christmas this very fun Nerf ball launcher. Oh great. And, and, of course, that came right around the time when his back started acting up again. So I was like, Jimmy, uh-huh. you can't move at all.
2: <laughs> Jimmy, no ball for you. Sorry. Yeah.
1: Constantly needs energy. He's a little
2: tiny baby. Uh, 20 I love to see him in his little sweater.
0: By the way, oh, no, can, so you, can you tell him that I'm very disappointed that he doesn't seem interested in a lipstick lesbian toy I have <laughs> got him
1: anymore. Oh, oh! Th- that is not. That is because he tore it apart so much that he would just start oh. eating the foam. He oh, loves love it so much. much. That, he loves he it so much that one. I can't let him play with it until we fix it. <laughs> oh. Which is honestly the highest honor. <laughs> it truly
0: is. Thank you, give. Jimmy.
1: Um,
0: he Audrey, you on the internet? Too much. Hi, I'm Audrey. <laughs> you can find me on Tumblr, Twitter, co-host, and um blue sky that's the last one Uh Optimon on oh. prime which is my funny robot internet joke if you want to know more about that you should listen to the other podcast i do with friend of the show nero called prime cuts which is about transformers we've just started um earth spark which is particularly fun because neither nero nor i have ever watched it before
2: Ooh, so weird is that the new,
0: one? Uncharted. That's, that the new that, one that's the newest one yes uh-huh so oh, yeah It is. It is a new series to both of us. It's, hey, folks, pretty damn good series. Hell (laughs) Um, yeah! um, Really beautifully animated series, um, and a bunch of other good stuff about it. Um, I've also been cast in a radio drama uh, directed by Sarah um, that we are we are moving forward with, um, and hopefully there will be a lot more information about that soon. think that's it for me what's up with you argyle
2: uh i'm argyle i'm i'm technically on twitter i don't post there but i like posts there uh i'm at argyle underscore funk uh i also do a yakuza podcast intermittently it's called Kamarocho radio i do it with friend of the show jordan uh that's that's about it for me so
1: fuck yeah uh,
2: until next time I lay myself face down, and uh, and sprung up into the air by <laughs> by a secret trap. Hmm.
0: Um,
1: I I set myself face down and fall asleep on my desk, and I am not woken up by the teacher calling my name to wake me up, but instead by me leaning over in my sleep and almost falling out of my desk, and everyone laughed uh, at me, and it happened in religion class senior year.
0: Oh, <laughs> Max. <laughs> Um, I set myself face down and uh, look at a piece of um, equipment I haven't used in years and should really throw out, but ooh, what if I use it again? Maybe I'll just add it to this pile. Maybe I'll just keep adding to this pile, actually. Maybe I won't get rid of any of this and just keep adding to the pile until I'm buried <laughs> under it. Peach! Peach! Peach!